welcome back to The Love Fuck, a podcast delivering your weekly dose of that little four-letter word, love. But it's the 21st century and you don't always see the traditional first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes a baby in a baby carriage. So come along with us as we talk, share, reveal and discover all that it means to love. We're your hosts, Ashley and Allegra. Hello. And on today's episode of the Love Bug podcast, we're revealing yet more heart-fluttering love letters and wedding vows. We give thanks to a lost legend in Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We pen our own love letters, though probably not to whom you'd expect. And Ashley has a sweet little announcement. So catch the love bug with us and we'll get your heart racing. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hey. Oh, hey, girl. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Oh, uh, we are so cute. No, oh my God. So, so many things have happened. I know. No, actually not. Not that many things have happened, but <laughs> I feel like it's been a big week. It has been How a long you? week, hasn't it? Well, it's it been. It really has. It's been the last week of school here, so. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Officially on holidays, which is amazing. Yay. Loving it. Very sick. Oh, I bet you can't. Are you- <laughs> wow, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I'm so sad. I wish I could. That was um that was the original plan, but um yeah, things get waylaid. Right? Mm. Thanks, Rona. Yeah, exactly. And tell me you played cards this week. I did play cards. Yes. Yes. Did you play gin rummy yet or are you playing some other fancy game? (laughs) No, I played canasta because Michaela came up and spent uh, some time with me last weekend. And Mm -hmm. because that's our family card game of choice, Mm. that's what we were Mm. playing. And it was so good, you know, because. Don't you reckon your brain, do you feel like your brain Absolutely. grow this? Yeah. 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 So good. Because other. Otherwise, we would have been lying on the couch watching a TV series we probably have both already seen, both on our phones, like mindlessly scrolling, doing nothing. No, it was awesome. So, yeah, Yeah. I took that recommendation. I ran with it and I loved it. So thank you very much. I'm very pleased. But speaking of recommendations that we are taking and running with, um, I have binge listening to Listenable. Right? Good. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. It's so good, I'm isn't obsessed. it? It's amazing. So for those who missed it a few weeks ago, Ash recommended this podcast. As we all know, we love a podcast. We love a podcast. So this podcast is hosted by Dylan Alcott and Angus O'Loughlin. And it's obviously Dylan has a disability mm. and Angus is able-bodied. Yep. And so it's just this fascinating insight into life with a disability. Yeah. But both from someone who living with a disability and then they interview other people who were either born with or acquired their disability throughout their life. Yeah. But then also you have the able-bodied person asking the questions that are really like on everyone's mind. Exactly. And that is why I think the magic happens because like yeah. we all kind of want to know, like for example, somebody who is blind, well, what can you actually see? Like can you actually yeah. can you see like light? Or can you see, you know, shapes? Because vision impairment, again, is a spectrum as well. And you're not too sure. But, yeah, no, I love that aspect of it. It's so great. And it was funny. It was like the first episode is an interview with Dylan and, like, straight off the bat, he, um, Angus, who was interviewing him, asked him about like whether it's okay to ask someone about their disability mm. and whether actually you can say that yeah. person has a disability. Yeah. And it was funny because that's something I've always struggled with as well. I was like, mm. oh, I don't want to be offensive. I don't really know. Like, is it the elephant in the room? Can I ask you that question? Yeah. So, 
I'm just obsessed. I'm loving it. Oh, so glad you do. Yeah, so thanks for the rep. Not a problem. So good. Oh, I love that we've just taken each other's recommendations from previous podcast episodes and made it into our own. We are just... I know, we are like, we are the ideal podcast audience, even (laughs) though we're the audience for our own podcast. We're the audience (laughs) and we're the host. We are a dream. (laughs) (laughs) Drum roll, please. You, something has happened. Tell what the love is what you've done. So this week. Actually, no, I want to set the scene. Okay. Because I want to tell the love is what you did to me because it's yeah. all about me. So I get this message during the week and it's from Ash and about something else. And then she was like, by the way, I have extremely big news. It's very exciting. But I'm busy right now. So I'll call you tonight. And anyone who knows me knows that that is just torture for and me. Like then I, I got about a million messages, that. all caps lock. Tell, like, tell, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Just tell me. What's going on? What's going on? Like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, she's already engaged. Duh. Yeah. And I was like, what else good could have happened? Um, I wouldn't have picked this one. So tell the lovies what it is. So uh, this week, in fact, two days ago, Andrew and I adopted... <laughs> A little puppy <laughs> named Honey. Oh, honey. <laughs> um, which explains the um, name of the episode, obviously. Yes. Oh, hello, Honey. Can you say hello? And <laughs> Yep, there we go. Little licks for the lovey. So she's like a little fluffy chihuahua situation. Yeah, she's a long-haired chihuahua. She's five mm. months old and she's currently 2.26 mm. kilos. Oh, and, so cute. and she hates Andrew. <laughs> oh, God. Look. Temporarily. Temporarily, obviously. I think when you adopt any animal, you have a risk yeah. of, you know, not knowing what the actual background is. Oh, hello. More kisses. Yeah. Thank you. And, <laughs> uh, you know, we're just going through the motions. It's only day three, so yeah. not too sure about everything else that's happening. I mean, she settled in well into home, but Andrew's been yeah. working. He's officially on holidays as of the time that we're recording now, which is Sunday night. So he'll have more oh, time so to... Oh, holiday together. How yeah, that? that's so good. Well, we planned it because we were going to go to Barry, <laughs> and then, yeah, couldn't. Um, but, you know, we're just going to raise a little, a little baby and it is literally like having a human child. Like, I can't yeah. go to the bathroom by myself because she's there <laughs> sitting and watching me. I have a little shadow <laughs> all day long. It's, a, have you, what's in your mouth? What's in your mouth? Oh God. Okay. And then like, <laughs> I have you drunk enough? And I was like, oh, uh, I don't think anything. <laughs> <laughs> have you drunk enough water today? Have you eaten? Did you poop? Okay. Play, <laughs> sleep. Good. And it's just like <laughs> that on repeat. <laughs> so <laughs> I know oh, they say so having and a she- puppy is like a newborn, but yeah, can confirm. <laughs> and, um, um, Charlie loves her. Charlie loves her. So Charlie's not so nice. the greatest with other animals. She's just a bit mm-hmm. like ignorant. But Charlie stepped <laughs> in. It's a bit rough. Well, I think she's just a bit small. I think she finds it a little <laughs> bit challenging to be so small, right? Oh, maybe. But she kind of, even the small dogs that are here, there's this. So the area we live in is full of a lot of old people, and old people mm. tend to have small dogs like Jack Russells mm. or other chihuahuas. So 4 p.m. every day, there's a little group of old people and their old dogs are down at the park down the road and Charlie Mm. sort of just gives them a sniff and then like yep 
cool and then lets him go but she's so yeah she's so patient with honey she will like play when she wants to play but gives her space when she's a bit growly and grumpy and then yeah she's just done so well so yeah charlie's stepped up into the big sister role that is so cute (laughs) i love that well we've both added newborns to our families this week yes well, not this week. Um, my little niece Oberon was born two weeks ago. Well, she's what? She's 16 days old. Aww. And she is so cute. But newborns are hard friggin' work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People, like my friends say that that's the worst stage of, mm. like, no. Terrible twos has got nothing on newborn stage. It's hard work. It's hard They've- work so many things you know like <laughs> and they just wake up all of the time yeah like it's wild wake cry, um but congratulations <laughs> on your new baby yes. i think that that is so exciting you guys are going to be such a happy little family of five now yes and it's so exciting thank you We've definitely been feeling the love this week. <laughs> um, what has been your big love? So I've just spent so much time with my family in the last week. Oh, like lovely. I have spent a number of nights, like I stayed at my brother's house on Friday night. I've like just spent so much time with them and it's so nice. And you have such a big family that you could spend I know. a night at everyone's <laughs> house and then do yeah, it exactly. all over again. Exactly. So, you know, it's just been so lovely. And I've been in Sydney, so that's been good. But then the other thing is that I've just come back to the farm today yeah. and spring has well and truly sprung while I've been away. And my parents have just done such an amazing job of this, like during this corona period of like investing time and love into the farm and it just looks so beautiful i mean the like everything stories so you put sweet. up on instagram i'm like oh, oh it's just but the thing amazing. about it is it's not even capturing how beautiful it is mm-hmm. like it doesn't capture the quality of the light and the mm-hmm. smells and all the amazing so you know i have an obsession with growing food yes like i don't actually grow food but yeah. i just like lose love, my mind yeah. when i, I just love <laughs> see it. a veggie I think patch I'm like a farmer right i think i'm like a farmer and a previous life but my parents have just gone and bought like all these different fruit trees oh cool and so they're going to build up the orchard because currently it's all citrus um, but they're going to add like peaches and nectarines all this kind of stuff and my mind is just thoroughly blown lovely so yeah i just love my family sick this week Cool. And I, I remember when mm. I was there in June, we had some mandarins off when the... When you nearly ran into the tree. The, yeah, the, yeah, that's that time. <laughs> yep. Oh, mind you though, I have to tell you, I've got major PTSD yeah. from that. So I went to a new <laughs> family's house for this little bubba for home visits. Yeah. And they had this massive steep driveway and I was like, oh my God, it's going to happen again. I'm going to run over Jeff's trees. And then I was like, I went up and I reversed back so that I could oh goodness, <laughs> get so out easily and the mom's like she's like why did you park there and I was like I've got major PTSD <laughs> this I'm one time I'm really sorry <laughs> so that's a that's, that's fun but yes no I do remember eating uh mandarins off your beautiful trees back in yes. winter and they were yes. so yummy like super so yum. super citrusy and super yeah. juicy as well and I love yeah. it. So. Well, my parents have this real focus on regenerative, I can't say that word, regenerative, you know, when they regenerative. Like, yeah, agriculture. Yeah. And it's like a hot, that's their passion and so I think that that's reflected in the quality of the food they produce. Like, I love it. We have our own lamb and the lamb's amazing. 
Um, but their fruit that they grow is just specky. Out so, yeah. Anyway, world. what's your big love, my love? Well, my big love is for sunshine. I am yes. so looking forward to summer coming. Mm-hmm. We've just recently had lots of rain. I think Barry had mm-hmm. as well. They yes. went torrential for a little while. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my gosh, honey's trying to eat my eyelashes. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Honey, don't do that. Oh, no, don't do that. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> now she's amending our Google Docs. Hello. This is why I suggested that we introduce Honey early in the episode because if she wants to participate in the yes. recording, she might do that. Yes. Now it says, <laughs> is that what you think, that honey? What you think? Oh, yeah. Very nice. Um, <laughs> so we've had a few hot days and it was warm enough to go to the beach and I went in the water yeah. a little bit chilly still but you know once you're in it's fine and yeah it's just so lovely I'm just really looking forward to sitting in the backyard with the dogs again and chilling in the sunshine and just taking in the summer vibes well it's gonna be 30 degrees here in Barry tomorrow yeah that's crazy I'm shooketh yeah I can't I don't even I won't know myself oh yeah yeah. I'm currently wearing my love bug jumper you are leggings a long sleeve t-shirt it's yeah. chilly like my feet are cold yeah and so apparently it's gonna be warm tomorrow yeah that's yeah that's is oh. pretty crazy sunshine just makes everyone feel better too i feel so yeah you know that yeah. outdoor warm environment is just so inviting mm. and i just yeah have so much love for it yeah absolutely uh what who are you giving a little love to this week so you might have seen my stories about this but Mm -hmm. I found this girl on Instagram and the the Instagram account that you have to follow even if you don't live in Sydney and therefore can't order this but it's called stories to gather and I ordered this it's essentially a grazing box oh yeah I saw that oh my god it was $169 which is like initially like I was like a bit Mm -hmm. of a splurge yeah whatever it came with that kilo thing of cheese Cheese. yeah that that cheese wheel of Look, of camembert. Oh my gosh, I could have Holy just like shit. smashed it my face with, into that. Oh, I like I had to restrain myself. <laughs> they came like with the wheel of cheese, but then it comes with this beautiful like wooden flick knife mm. thing to mm. cut into it. A whole head of garlic. Yeah. This beautiful little bunch of rosemary tied with twine. It so many veggies, with, hey? Oh my god! Like it came with like five apples and three pears. Yeah. Maybe it was like four apples, two pears. Um, it came with three different types of um, cured meats. Amazing. It came with this beautiful sausage thing, like bread, potatoes that you boil and then you pour the melted cheese. It was the most spectacular experience. Every single minute of it, from the, the presentation to Amazing. the quality of the produce. Like, oh, it was mind-blowing. Love it. And it so the... Company is called Stories Together. Stories Together. Yeah. And they're in Sydney. And I think it's her side hustle. Um, and so I think what she does is nominates a particular date, like maybe once mm-hmm. a month or once every few weeks. Mm. Um, and you can buy the particular grazing box on that date. Yep. So she'll, you know, make a couple hundred of them. No, maybe not that many. I don't know. She makes a whole bunch of them and then people buy them and they get delivered on that date. Mm. And so she was so incredible because this one was for release on the 19th, which is Saturday. Mm. But I really wanted to do it with my two brothers who are currently in Sydney and um, their wives and my mum and whatever. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't, like nobody could do Saturday or Sunday. And yep. so I texted her and I was like, would there be any way of me coming to get it the day before? And she was like fully accommodated that. Amazing. Like, she's just a total sweetheart. Love it. Okay. So, so everyone yeah. needs to. To go and get themselves stories together in yes, Sydney. Please, you will not regret it. Love it was that. Love yeah. that. 
So what about your little love to give, Sweet Cheeks? My little love is going out to Michelle Andrews, who is mm. the co-host of Shameless Podcast. Now, oh, Michelle and Zara have just released a book and so they interviewed themselves for their interview episodes. Yeah. Michelle's amazing. came up, which was awesome. But mm. I just think that the things that she was so open about and that she spoke about on this interview, which are also in the book as well, were just mm. really generous. And yeah. it was such a great listen. And I've kind of, you know, gone off listening to their episodes because mm. um, they just sort of weren't suiting what I was looking for. But mum has kept up with it and she was like, you need to listen to Michelle's interview. So this mm. came from recommendation from T-Race. So thanks, mum. Well Our done. number one girl, girl fam. Love you. <laughs> That's it. Um, <laughs> you know, she spoke about her sisters and how they used to fight like cats and dogs when they were young and mm. then growing up they sort of appreciated each other more and more. And I feel like that's very similar to how I've come with, you know, especially with Michaela, for instance. Mm. Um, Nikita and I have always been pretty close and, you know, Georgia mm. is Georgia. You know, she spoke about herself being a determined, passionate and competitive woman and how that's not mm. likable traits, but that's who she is as a person. Mm. And, you know, that wanting to be successful isn't mm. seen as a good thing. You know, she's talking about how every podcast has to be better than the last one. And, yeah. you know, she thinks about things that happen. And I just saw myself in everything That's that so she was nice. saying. So it really resonated with you. It really did. And just the way she also spoke about anxiety, you know, I think I've got obviously bigger issues than I thought because everything that she was <laughs> saying, I was like, yeah, yeah, that, that me as well. And I catastrophize yeah. things and I think people are going to yeah. die all the time and, you know, all yeah. this sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. And- so you also have an anxiety disorder like me. <laughs> exactly. Like all the women I know have an anxiety. Yeah, yeah, something in it. Oh, gosh. But I just, and she also spoke about one other thing about being sexually assaulted as well. And Mm. while I haven't had that, I just, Mm. I still think it was really, really generous of her to tell that story. So I'm giving a little love to Michelle this week. Oh, thank you, Michelle. And I look forward to um, listening to that. So thank you for your recommendation. You are welcome. Um, Lots of love in the house. Yeah, I feel like it's lots of love in the house. I feel like it's been a really love-filled week. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's what we like. You know the drill, lovies. Let's flutter your hearts with love letters and wedding vows. Living in a digital age of instant connection can make love letters feel like a primitive, long-lost art. I mean, the closest thing to a romantic message you might receive these days is a text at 2am saying, Girl, you are. (laughs) But once upon a time before hookup culture, sexting or ghosting, Love letters were a charming gesture designed to catch the eye of a potential love interest with charming language and romantic heart. Because really, who prints out texts these days? A traditional love letter makes it possible to convey one's love for another in a more coherent and influential way. The handwritten component defines and describes your current or even desired nature of the relationship between the sender and recipient. Here at The Love Bug, we want to share and reveal some love letters that will make your heart flutter and it might even inspire some of you lovies to write your own. Let's start with some wedding vows today. What have you got? Well, I'm happy to oblige and you'll be very pleased with me because I have found Bride's vows. Woohoo! Woo woo! <laughs> um, so so today's vows, um, and I'm ready when you're ready. Please, please give it to me. You make me feel everything. You've taught me how to let love in and how to give love out. You constantly challenge me to do better and to be better, and you never bring me down. 
I love the way you look at me when you know what I'm about to say. I love that you never stop me from dancing in public. <laughs> I promise to always encourage you to follow your dreams and be your biggest fan along the way. I promise to always listen to you and value your opinion, even when you're wrong. And I promise to try my hardest to step away from my stubbornness and accept that sometimes I make mistakes too. I promise never to go to bed angry. I promise to never make you a tuna salad for lunch. <laughs> I promise to always pick you to be on my team, but I can't promise not to yell at you if we're losing. <laughs> Your smile is the one I want our kids to have. I've known for a long time this day was coming, probably longer than you have. And now that it's here, I'm more excited than I thought I could be. And I'm more in love than I thought I would be. You've filled my life with laughs, adventure and ambition. You've filled my heart with yours. I vow to make you feel safe and complete. I vow to spend my life growing with you. To always fight for us because I know that together we will build a life much better than either of us could imagine alone. I couldn't love you more if I tried and yet I know I'll wake up tomorrow and somehow I will. You're my favourite person and I am so ready to make you my husband. Oh, How fucking awesome are they? They are so good. <laughs> I got the biggest bout of goosebumps in oh, that right? towards the end. I was very much on the verge of crying as well. I, <laughs> I love that it kind of went like started off, you know, serious, went to funny. Yeah. And then yeah. when it came back as serious again, I was like gone. That was me done. Yeah. I was like, right. Oh, and the amazing thing about it as well, I love them because it's like, like you say, it's striking that balance so perfectly. It is. And it's also like it's so her. Like I love this girl. She's amazing. And it's so like I would read them and I was like, well, she's obviously written them herself. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. so reflective of who she is. Yeah. And so I um yeah, I just love them. I think she absolutely nailed it. Hit oh, it out of the park. Beautiful. I just these are really, really lovely. You are everything. You make me feel everything. You've taught me how to mm. let love in and how to give love out. Like, it's so, like what it's more be, could it's you so want beautiful. from so your evocative. future husband? Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I love oh, it. Oh, amazing. Thank you for sharing. Oh, well, thanks to my beautiful couple. Yeah. Um, and I'm dying to hear you this week's love letter. Yes. Now, I did have a little bit of difficulty interpreting oh. the handwriting. <laughs> Of this one. That's legit. Yes. So this is a real life love letter and let me hit you with it. Are you ready? Please. I would love it. Dear Mick, I don't know exactly why I'm writing. I think it's because I need to feel close to you again. Firstly, thank you so very much for delivering those flowers to Mrs. Webb. She was very touched. I really didn't expect you to bother but it only helps to remind me of how lovely you are. I'm lying in my room right now and the rain is pouring down. I miss you when I look outside. I miss you so, Mick. I expect you're ready and able to be honest with me, but you don't need to be hard on yourself. You have given me more than I deserve. You have constantly supported me, loved me and always been there when I needed you. I think I needed to write this because I knew you will be feeling as miserable as I am. I miss you. I love you, Mick, and I love you more. All my love. Kisses. What is happening? Is this a breakup love letter? I think we're in hard. Like, what is happening? <laughs> it seems oh God, like I'm that, so doesn't it? This I is know. my favourite of the love letters you've ever brought to us. It's like a little bit of mystery to it, isn't it? 
what is going on? <laughs> so reading on later in it, um, Mick is away at the time and so is mm-hmm. the lovely sender as well. So mm-hmm. they're actually apart and I think mm-hmm. previously they had a bit of a break as well. So mm-hmm. it's sort of them coming back together after their little break. Oh, my God, I'm obsessed. Isn't it great? And I'm obsessed. I love that, um, you know, the mundane things like how he sent flowers to Mrs. Webb. You know, I don't know what for. I wonder why. Why do you think? Why? Yeah. What's who is Mrs. Webb? And like, oh my god, this is the intrigue is killing me. I know. (laughs) For you, someone who loves secrets, you're like, tell me everything. Secret. Tell me everything. I envision Mrs. Webb to be like the elderly next door neighbor. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Do you think that this is a reconciliation love letter? I think think it might be. Kicked it back off. Yeah, potentially. And how could you not too? Because you know what I love her saying, you know, don't be hard. You don't need to be hard on yourself. You've given yeah. me more than I deserve. You've always supported Do you me. Mick cheated on her. Oh goodness. Oh. Because why else would he be being hard on himself? I don't know. Or oh my you know, god, <laughs> you're you're into it, aren't this you? Is too much. <laughs> it's too much. It's a great one. I just I can really feel her love for him still. Like whatever happened. Yeah. I can really feel that she loves him and that she still wants to be with him and that they are a part of each other's lives. That was amazing. I loved that. Thanks, Bear. Oh, awesome. Changing it up, mixing it up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you are inspired to write your own love letter and are happy for us to read them out, send them through to loveletters at thelovebugpodcast.com. That's loveletters at thelovebugpodcast.com and we might even feature it on a future episode. This week, the world lost a legend in Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She left her mark on history amongst our most tireless advocates for women's equality and justice under the law. Justice Ginsburg was a relentless defender of justice in the United States of America. Throughout her life, she remained a proud daughter of Brooklyn, with immigrant roots and a fire lit from an early age as a champion for progress and equality. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a pioneer, a fighter, an icon. She was the first Jewish woman to sit on the high court. She was brought up in a working-class family in Brooklyn and prevailed over systemic sexism in the legal ranks to become one of America's best-known jurists. She was appointed to the Supreme Court by Democratic President Bill Clinton in 93. She provided key votes in landmark rulings securing equal rights for women, expanding gay rights and safeguarding abortion rights. Allegra, what a legend to lose. 2020. so distressing. 2020, like, enough, 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 enough. Yeah, I mean, it was, I was devastated to hear it. I think particularly because, um... Like what? What's a so in Australia? If you're appointed as a um, judge, we have a maximum age limit for mm. our judges, so they have to retire. I think it's seventy. Wow! And then yeah, then you're not allowed. It's a forced retirement at seventy. Okay. Um, and so it it's surprising the, to me the difference. Um, yeah. Because in America, you are it's an appointment for life. Yeah. And so they are the justice until they die. Exactly. Um, and Ruth. Ada Ginsburg, like dying at 87 of cancer. Yeah. Um, I feel like she held out as long as she could because oh, for sure. 
The election is in 45 days. So it's mm-hmm. her dying wish that she announced through her granddaughter that she not be replaced until a new president could replace her. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. And so the reason is on the Supreme Court, there are nine judges. Yep. And it's the the president is the one who appoints them. Yep. Um, and obviously if you are a Democratic president and you you can put someone in that role mm. who is going to champion the things that are important to you. Exactly. The yep. problem is the things that the, the current split of the court is five to four conservative, mm. which means that they have conservative views on things like gay rights, abortion, all these other things. Yep. And Donald Trump's been very vocal about the fact that he wants to make it an even more conservative Exactly. Um, makeup of judges so that he can make abortion illegal. Yeah. And I also read that out of those nine, only two of them were women. So including Ruth as well. Well, my favorite quote of hers is like, she said she's been, um, she was being quoted as saying like, people ask me how many will be Mm. enough women on the, on the Supreme Court. And she said, well, there'll be enough when there's nine. Exactly. People are so shocked. And she said, there's been nine men before and no one ever was shocked by that. Exactly. Exactly. She's such a badass. Boss. Total boss. And did you know that she went to law school after she had her baby? Mm. She had a kid Mm. and then her husband was in law school. Yeah. And then she went to law school and like looked after her kid and did all of this stuff. Yeah. She's such a pioneer. She really is. And she also took note. So her her husband was in law school as well. Mm. He got cancer. She took all of his notes for him. She took, Mm. went to the classes and attended them so that he could Mm. still like learn and get his degree from home. Mm. Like it's wild. She's, she's amazing. Just, she's amazing. Such an incredible woman. Yeah, it's a huge loss. It really is. So reproductive rights, voting rights, protections from discrimination, yep. the future yep. of criminal justice, power of yep. presidency, rights of immigrants, tax rules and laws, yep. healthcare. Healthcare's a big one, hey. Like we're huge. so lucky in Australia. You know? Absolutely huge. The uh, the we're so yeah we just don't have any understanding of how significant oh it blows the struggle is for- it blows my mind that people don't go to hospitals because they can't afford it I know and receive it would just the never care to me that they just they just can't afford it you know like your friend is she's got food poisoning I would be like go to the hospital yeah like you know yeah right you, like they're gonna be able to give you the medication and medicine that they need that you need excuse me and and like just oh yeah i mean it's wild people you know you can be in debt for life because you had a terrible accident or something yes yeah yeah it's crazy it is really bizarre and i know that our wonderful girl crush alexandria ocasio cortez she had a live this week and Mm. you know she was obviously devastated because Mm. you know she's fighting for a lot of those same values Mm. that Ruth Mm. had been for her entire life too Mm. and she was also talking about the impact that this is going to have on the upcoming election Mm. and she Mm. was urging people to register November 3rd is voting day you know make sure that you've got everything in check and I don't know like do you know the significance of what this like what the outcomes could be so they're saying that 40 so there's 45 days when she died Mm. till the election Mm. and they're saying it's going to be very difficult it took the it took them three months to get Kavanaugh appointed who was the latest Supreme Court justice and that was done relatively quickly but obviously there was a delay because he was accused of sexual harassment yeah i was going to say cavanaugh as in 
the yeah. Kavanaugh. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so it's unlikely but still possible that they could get their shit sorted and find someone and appoint them before the election. Right. But it's interesting to me that the Republicans are all talking about getting it done so quickly like they almost don't believe that they're going to have the opportunity to do it after the 3rd of November. I feel like right. if you were yeah. confident that you were going to continue to be in power, yep. you'd be like, it's fine, like we'll get it sorted. That's so true. But I'm hoping that that's reflective of, you know, generalised vibes. Yeah, exactly. And another thing that AOC was mentioning was, you know, we've got more young people now Mm. who are able Mm. to vote and who are not necessarily uh, included in polls either. Yeah. So, you know, I'm pretty hopeful that people get out there, they vote and we can get Biden in. And I know, but like, this is what I'm terrified about, like 2020s. Put us through the ringer. I know. What if it's like, sake, last thing for 2020 is Donald Trump. Trump's still in. Yeah, I know. That would be so shit. It's really scary, isn't it? It's really scary. Mm. It's so scary. Well, I want to end this wonderful segment of this wonderful lady with a quote from Donna Ashworth. She Mm. said, when a woman like this leaves our mortal coil, we owe it to her not to grieve, not to weep or be sad. We owe it to her to rise, to be a little bit more like her, to be louder braver so that girls born today have new heroines to look up to. That's what she would want. If I am notorious, it is because for the first time in history, it became possible to urge before court successfully to regard women as persons equal in stature to men. The announcement the president just made is significant, I believe, because it contributes to the end of the days when women, at least half the talent pool in our society, appear in high places only as one-at-a-time performers. When we were in law school, there were no women judges. So the bench was not something to which women aspired unless you were a dreamer. Here are the most important judges in the country, maybe the world. Instead of getting nervous, I had a a sense of empowerment. I knew a lot more about gender discrimination than the nine of them did. It holds the most hope for the world if countries uh, allow women to do, as I said, whatever their God-given talent enables them to do. I think we will all be better off for it. I hope people will think of me as a good judge who tried with whatever ability I have to interpret the law wisely and to keep it in tune with the people that law exists or should exist to serve. People ask me, when would you be satisfied with the number of women on the court when there are nine? Rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, 1933 to 2020. So much sweet cheeks. I loved this idea when you suggested it for this segment. And it is a love letter to our younger selves. Can you give me some details about where you drew the inspiration from? 
So I was just, you know, scrolling the Insta feed as I do. Hmm. And I've been trying really hard lately to move us away from, you know, those ideal beauty standards and, you know, the people mm-hmm. who make you feel crap about yourself and all that sort of thing. Good so, girl. Yeah, I've been following a lot more of people who, like, you know, use Pilates or, like, you know, to self-enlightenment and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and someone mm. on there said that they do this every year and mm. it was – a like essentially writing a love letter or a message to give yourself mm. from when you were younger. Mm. And I just thought that is such a great idea because often we don't reflect on yeah. ourselves, on our lives, yeah. what we're doing, what has happened, all that sort of stuff. So I thought, I really love this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And we also did this in reverse, like when we, we interviewed did. each other and then also we ask um our other interviewees this question so you know um the letter to you in a year's time so I love how this is like now we're looking back and and sending a letter to our younger selves yeah I think it's really important to do those self-reflections and while this isn't going to be like well it it might be but um it may (laughs) not be as super deep as we might need it to be Mm. but I think the intention is just to stop and smell the roses in a way yeah Yeah, take a think back on how far you've come and you know what you would say to yourself if you Mm. could at a certain age do you have a particular age that you're thinking that you would deliver this to I or is think it just I would in general? Do it. Well, I think it's in general, mm. particularly for what I'm about to say. But I think if I could go back to the me of the end of year eight, I think I was like 13 huh. or 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I left the first high school that I went to. It was an all-girls private school and I was badly bullied and so my parents moved me. Mm. And I wish that I had had probably like in hindsight, wish I'd had therapy around that time to sort mm. of work through what had happened and yeah. how to make sure that I left it behind. Yeah. Because I feel like it followed me around for a really long time. Oh, yeah, and I so if I was to write a letter to me now, I would just um and it's probably only in the last year that I've actually, you know, come into this sort of wisdom, I suppose. And so it's like 30-year-old Allegra to 13-year-old Allegra. Um, it would just be to be confident in your personality and that mm. people will love you if you just let them see who you are and don't let a couple of nasty girls prevent you from being your true self and showing that to other people. Oh, I love that. You should be. Sort of like, you should be proud of how far you've come. If that's, yeah. If that's sort but of. But I think I'm like, you know, people are always say to me like, oh, I find your Instagram stories entertaining and that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, like, and then when they meet me, they're like, oh, you are exactly the same. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that has been like a a thing that's been, you know, just being relentlessly authentic Authentic. in who I am. Absolutely. And just like, this is, this is me. And if you don't like me, that's fine. Like, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And I suppose you don't have to like be devastated by that. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. And I think that's really Mm. important messages for young women as well, Mm. teenagers, Mm. you know, coming up. I think, yeah, that's so important. I was mentoring one of my my beautiful um, kids who has autism and, Mm. you know, I I met her when she was 10 and she always struggled with that social side of things. But I feel like a message like that to her would be Mm. so helpful. You know, like not everyone 
is that are like you don't have to like everyone either Mm. and the people that you do like really are there for you and who you are at your core and I think that's that's very reflective of you well I love you all of you (laughs) and I love you (laughs) we should be mates and have a podcast (laughs) we totally should you know what I would really love you to marry me (laughs) oh my god Oh my god! I'll check my diary. <laughs> uh, but you know, I think I think that it's it's really telling too because you know, like you, we've spoken about on the podcast before about how when our like our parents met, it, like you, mm. when my you yeah. know how we were both really nervous about <laughs> yes. like bringing home a boyfriend or something. Yes. But um, you know, mum was just like because obviously you know mum has the she's the be all and end all in our family and she you know you have to be like yeah exactly (laughs) and you like she just said oh yeah she's so lovely she just you know is really open and warm and Mm. you know she kind of just is who she is and I just yeah yeah it's so true yeah someone said to me recently that they were like um one of the most self-assured people that they've met and I was like well I actually don't think that's necessarily correct yeah I'm super self-assured I just kind of am increasingly just I like who I am so it's amazing if you don't like who I am go jog on like go (laughs) find someone else don't care. But tell me, so how old would you be in this letter you're writing or is it more general? Mm, it is more in general. I was just um, thinking about it. Yeah, mm. I think more in general. I think maybe end of high school, like 17-year-old mm-hmm. me, you know, mm-hmm. stepping out into the big wide world, mm-hmm. um, going to uni and all that sort of stuff. I would say that enjoy where life is taking you. Mm. Enjoy the little things. Love your family. Mm-hmm. Remember that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Georgia will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, stop worrying about Georgia. <laughs> stop worrying about Georgia. Um, but learn to slow down and mm. stop and enjoy moments mm. and everything will turn out fine. Yeah. I think I, I'm a warrier, you know, like. Yes. <laughs> yes. That'd be your anxiety disorder. <laughs> yeah. uh, diagnose my Allegra. Um, <laughs> Look, if you got one, you're definitely yeah, allowed to diagnose other people. <laughs> um, so true. Yeah, I feel like, and it's sort of almost this realisation again after listening to Michelle's interview, it's like this realisation that when you worry about things too much, it can mm. impact on what's happening right now. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I just, I feel like I just spent a long time worrying about different decisions that I made or Mm. different things that were happening, you know, my family. Mm. And, yeah, and, you know, it's all great. It's all worked out in the end. So, (laughs) And yeah. I think, like, it's we've just got to be true to that message and then live it now so that it's not like in a year's time you send another letter to yourself that's like, oh, I wish you'd been X, Y, Z this year. <laughs> um, so it is. It's it's like the hard stuff, which is just to be present. I think both of us it's like mm. that. It's just be sit within yourself like you for you it's like don't let your thoughts run away with you in the middle of the night and for me it's don't let yourself be afraid to be you because of what someone else might think of it yeah yeah definitely oh this is a bit lovely (laughs) 
We're so cute. Well, I know. I feel I like us. I should be like, you know, in a, a meditative cave with like some candles burning, <laughs> sitting across from you. And a like, crystal. Cross-legged. Yeah. yeah. Glass yeah. of rosé probably. <laughs> Did I tell you I'm not drinking at the moment? Well done, you. I know. Good job. It's actually quite a revelation. I feel so much better. Actually, I mean, I say that I'm a bit hungover from last night and I also did drink on Thursday night. But, but I'm not I drinking at like- the moment. <laughs> no, but I've actually drunk less. I've I've not drunk more days this week than I've drunk, which is actually like a post-corona pretty impressive because most days I would be like, oh, well, I just have one glass of wine with dinner or whatever. Mm-hmm. But no drinking makes me feel so great. So, uh, you know, we're just, we're so zen. We're so zen. We're so in tune with our zen. bodies. And I guess, I, you know, lovies, right? I think it's a great time for you guys to reflect. So, you know. Mm-hmm. After this podcast finishes, obviously. Don't turn us off early. Don't turn us off early. <laughs> we know when you do. <laughs> we track um, our stats. We don't watching. really know what they mean, but we're watching you. <laughs> you know, just take some time to reflect on how far you've come and mm. some challenges that you've overcome or that you're still going through. And mm. yeah, it's just something really lovely to do. So I hope this will help and a few people. if you write yourself a letter to your younger self, we would mm. love to read it. And if you'd be comfortable with us sharing without personal details, you can also send your letter to your younger self to loveletters at thelovebugpodcast.com. Amazing. We'd love that. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today. If you loved what you heard, come chat with us in our Facebook group, The Love Bug Podcast, or on Instagram at The Love Bug Podcast. We would love to see who's listening. So take a screenshot of this app and tag us on your Insta stories using the hashtag lovebuglovies. Also, why not tell a friend? Let's get the love bug word out there. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening and send us some love in the form of a five-star rate. We will be back in your ears and your hearts once again next week. Talk to you then, lovies. Mwah!